Welcome to episode 64 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how are you doing this morning, buddy? I'm all right. I'm still here. I feel like I said that every time. Pretty but much. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm awake. I've got coffee. My heat kicked on finally in the shop, so I'm not totally freezing. Still out in your uh, Cerakote shed, I see. Yeah, I, I am for the time being. I, I feel like... I'll be out here just probably till May 1st, I think is what I'm thinking. And then I'll probably just head back to the shop. I I don't know if things will be unlocked down at that point, but I'm getting, I I don't know. I'm (laughs) getting getting close to the point where I'm just going to go back to the shop and set up my office again and get back to work. Yeah, I give it. I, I can't believe people aren't, and maybe people are. <clears throat> I give it like a couple more weeks before people are like, you know what? I'm not done with this. I'm going back. Two weeks. Two weeks. I, I'll give it, I will give it two weeks. And I believe that people are going to, at least people who aren't scared of getting sick, who maybe, you know, I, I'm not going to say I'm in the best shape. I'm in, you know, whatever, but I eat really good because my wife, Thankfully, she forces me to eat really good, and I I do have a good immune system. So, I, for me personally, I'm not con- I'm not concerned about getting it. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we could I could go to the shop and we could maintain what we've already had in place for the people at the shop, and just not go see my grandparents or anybody that I know of that is um, high risk for any illness. And, and I feel like that that's not reckless, you know. And, and I think that people without coercion of authorities can come to those conclusions on their own. I, I think that. So. I mean, it's, it is, it's safer and you come in contact with less people doing, going to work than you are going to the grocery store. Right. You get stuff. Oh, dude, I, every time it's, I go to the grocery store, it's elbow to elbow of people just everywhere. And I'm like, you're not, I'm getting to the point where, I'm not debating whether or not it's a disease, you know, sure. I, I'm not, not saying that at all, but I'm recognizing that one, I'm going to die someday. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, two, there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in life and yet we continue to move forward. And I, I'm at the point and maybe, maybe the steps that were taken help. I, I don't know, but I'm getting to the point where, how much of the economical impact do you want to have killing businesses and and killing jobs and and all this stuff before you finally just accept that life has risk and we're going to be careful, but we're going to accept that risk and just move forward. You know, I, yeah, not trying to give answers to everybody either. You know, I, I know that that's, I've made the mistake of saying things like that to certain people and gotten some explosions because it is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people for whatever reason. Um, and, so, yeah. and, and the thing that I try to keep in mind is because I, I really don't, I really don't talk about this with anybody else really besides my wife and, and you on the podcast, which is funny because there's hundreds, maybe thousands of people that listen to this. So I'm essentially <laughs> saying this to thousands of people, but, um, but as far as face to face, there's no one else I really, have this conversation with but the thing that i try to keep in mind is when when i'm talking to 
or when I see a comment from somebody on Facebook and, and they're, they're extremely adamant about how everybody needs to stay home and quarantine and, and do this for the people. And, you know, just that, that hard, that, that, that hard line, do what the government says, stay at home. Right. I'll go to their, yeah, I'll go to their account and, and see, see what their situation is. So I'll do a little bit of Facebook stalking. And it's normally somebody, well, it, it's, it, it's, it's 100% not somebody who owns a business. It's 100% somebody who, who has someone else in their family who, who makes money. And, and so I, I see their side of things. They aren't trying to keep their livelihood afloat or they have somebody else in their family who is, who is able to work or something like that. So I, I, I try to keep in mind, my mind, that, that's my funny. mindset is, is more comes from a side of, I have a business that I've got years of blood, sweat and tears and other people's paychecks to write and, and all this. And so my viewpoint on this is going to be different than a stay at home mom who's, whose dad works or a stay at home dad, whose, whose wife works, whatever, you know, it's, it's going to be different. And so I try to keep that in mind. Um, and honestly, that's usually why I stay quiet about it. Cause I'm like, I, I know that I've probably kind of got a bias and I, and like you said, I'm young, I'm healthy. I'm youngish and I'm healthy. I've got healthy lungs and I've got, I'm, I'm not worried about, about me getting it. Um, right. And frankly, I, I, I am just, I'm, I'm sick of the new way of life and I realize that it's going to be a very long time before things go back to full normal. It's, it's, it's going to be a long, slow grow back as far as like, you know, you and me are supposed to be leaving for NRA show this this week <laughs> where it sucks. Cause I had, I had a lot of stuff planned. <laughs> I did too. And I was so looking forward to getting, traveling. Yeah. I was looking forward to traveling out there, staying in the house with a dozen guys that, that just, I was so excited to see and to, and to stay with and hang out with. We're going to go to restaurants and we're going to eat out. We're going to be in, in a busy NRA hall where everybody's touching all the same thing. You know, it just, that's, None of that is going to go back to normal anytime soon. Even if NRA show was like, yeah, we're going to open the show back up. None, there, there wouldn't be any restaurants to go to. There wouldn't be. Right. Or, and, and, or if restaurants open back or I think the other way it's going to go is they're going to open up restaurants where you can space people and stuff like that. But these trade shows and stuff, I, I don't see trade shows like any trade show opening back up for a year or so. You know? And even, yeah, I, even once. So let, let's put it this way: I don't think anybody's debating that this isn't, you know, is or isn't a disease. I, I believe that it is a disease. So let's just recognize that it exists at this point. And people are dying and from it. I realize it's that. always going to exist at this point, right. and until everybody gets it, which isn't going to happen, more than likely, you're going to have spurts of this, just like flu season where it now lives with us. So you're right. I, I don't know how I'm curious to see how public gatherings and things like that go. And again, I'm, I'm at the point where there's a lot of bad things that could happen to me 
now outside of diseases and things like that. And so I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to just move on. You know, I, I'm, I, I was nervous at first and, and really the only reason I was even slightly nervous about this thing was one, how people are going to react. Like the people factor is always what throws me for a loop because you start controlling people and limiting their movements and depending on where you're at, depending on food supply and things like that, that's where my brain was going like, man, are people going to lose their minds and start rioting and things like that? And thankfully, I don't think we've seen that. My other main concern is we, we do have a little, little tiny baby and statistically it hasn't affected younger children and things to the extent that immunocompromised people or people with pre-existing health conditions have been affected. So it, it wasn't a huge concern to me, but I went through a couple of years ago with my daughter, she got RSV, which was a respiratory virus. And that was terrible um, for a little, I think she was whatever, four months old or something like that. Um, had to go on a nebulizer and get special medicine and things. Like that. So I just, I didn't want, not that I thought one of my kids would die if they got it, but that I just didn't want to deal with it. Right. You know, when you have a family of four children, when one gets sick, there's like a week between each one getting sick or three, I'll say three to five days. So when one's finally getting better, the next one is getting started. It just creates this like two month cycle. And so that was my, my main reason for, you know, I'm going to work at home. I'm going to play it safe. Uh, I'm not really concerned about us, anyone dying from it in our direct family but I just did not want to get my kids sick. But at this point, every time I go to, like you said, every time I go to the grocery store, I've just got people all around me. There's, there's only so much I can do. And not to mention, I've watched a million people with masks and gloves do some crazy stuff <laughs> that is totally counterproductive. I've also been frowned at and scolded for not having masks and gloves, uh, mask and gloves on. Yeah, it's which was interesting because like, hey, that that dude over there just touched groceries and then wiped his face with his gloves behind his mask. Right. <laughs> like, seriously, guys, I, I, I was laughing at the lady at the grocery store that is an older lady and she was it was a warmer day. She took her tank top she was wearing, which was like over top <laughs> of another shirt. But she took her tank top and grabbed the the straps of it and hung it over her ears. And just had a tank top hanging in front of her face. And I, Dude, I've seen some, uh, and, and I get it. When people are scared, weird, you know, they do weird stuff. We do weird things as humans when we get nervous and scared and we don't know all the info. Right. It's natural to want to defend yourself and protect yourself. <clears throat> so I get it. But then at the same time, you know, if you're, if you can manage to not touch your face and not lick things in the store, I'm confident going in without a mask. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And the way you get it is through other people coughing and sneezing. If you're staying, if you're keeping your six feet away, if you see somebody cough or sneeze, maybe wait a, yeah, I don't know. Maybe come back to that aisle later <laughs> or something. I, you know, <laughs> it, it, but they could, it, it, it goes like, like I said, it, you know, I've watched people go into their car you know, they, they go right from the grocery store. They go right into their car, touching their steering wheel, driving home. Or better yet, they open the car door, sit down, touch their steering wheel, take their gloves off and pull their mask off, you know, or pull their mask off with their gloves on. Like just crazy. Just uh, it, 
we definitely need to take a breather and I think, yeah, I be safe, but you know, do things that make sense. Yeah. It was kind of, it, it was kind of sad and frustrating. So Easter was on Sunday and, um, no, we, we were planning on us hosting EC. We're going to, we're going to have all the family over. And, and of course I got canceled because it's mostly my parents, my wife's parents and, and, uh, and a set of great aunt, great aunt and uncle. So it's mostly older people that are coming over. Yeah. So that got canceled. Of course, what we decided we're like, you know, we'll invite them to come over to watch the kids have an egg hunt in the front yard. They can just pull in with their car, sit in the driveway, in their cars, watch the kids grab their eggs and and uh and and go pretty much. And and they did. And it, the kids the kids understand why you know what what's going on, and that they shouldn't go run up and and hug their grandparents, which is heart wrenching. And you know, yeah. So they came over and they watched, and they I, I think some of them got out of the car just to watch so they could. You know, you know, it's like a video on their phones and stuff. And the kids knew not to run up to them and all that. But it just, it was so depressing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was good to see every, it, it, it was, it was good on one, at one point, everybody was smiling and laughing and, and having a good time. But at the same time, I'm standing back, like, you know, everybody's keeping a distance from each other. And you could tell everybody wanted to hug each other. We all love each other. And we all wanted to spend Easter with each other. And, um, and, you know, part of me just, was getting frustrated as well that it just I'm looking at this situation. I'm like, does this really have to be the way it is? And I, I don't know. I, we don't need to get too much more into this. I, this is it's a situation we're in, and that's that's kind of what yeah. It's I, it, it our, it's the reality of what what we're facing. And I know everyone's going to get sick of talking about it, but at the same time, it, it is it is radically changing how we're doing business. And so it is, it is relevant, but yeah. it is also, I'm getting, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting I'm tired ready to, of it, yeah. this stupid COVID thing to just die yeah. and disappear. Yeah. Um, you know, the last, last thing I'll say is we also had family come over for Easter um, just outside. And that was the first time our kids have seen my parents and Jess's parents in probably a month maybe a little more than a month now we were a little more interactive over here but we don't have anyone that's really old um and everybody that we were around has been kind of holed up hasn't really been interacting with anybody um not hugging and hanging all over each other or whatever but uh, my parents came over and hit eggs for the kids and got to watch them run around and then jess's parents came over and hit eggs for the kids so my kids have tons of candy um but then we, you know, it was fun. We had a little campfire with just me and Jess and the kids then. Everybody else left. So it was all right. My parents dropped off Easter, an Easter dinner for us, which that bummed me out because we didn't get to spend any time with uh, with my whole family like we normally do. But right, do it again next year. Yep. As long as there's no COVID-20. <laughs> If there is, dude, I'm rolling the dice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you did this and you you talked me into it once. You're not gonna get me for twenty. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just do what I do. Yep. 
Sorry, someone's getting mad at that. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure we probably pissed some people off. <laughs> Forgive us. It's just an opinion. Let's move yep. on. Yep. <laughs> so you said you had some exciting news or something I happened. I just, I, I've got some exciting stuff. Um, so at least like exciting to me, other people are going to not be as good. No, as we just set the table for something really epic. Not as nerded out as me. So last week I, we were talking about some of the stuff that we wanted to learn and we wanted to wanted to do so one the one of the things i said is that i wanted to figure out a better way to get um get audio when uh when doing video and so in the past i have either i've got some lapel mics and we'll either plug them into your phone and record audio on your phone with lapel mics which actually works pretty good <clears throat> um or i've got i've got another audio recorder and, and so i'll record on that but then you have to go in and, and post you have to try to match up the audio and and there are software like you were talking about that will do some of that for you but i'm i'm, I'm still just using imovie because it does what i need to do and it's free so i wanted to figure out a better way to get audio that when you hit record on the camera it would record off the lapel mics and we did some filming with a guy from Trigger Time TV came out and filmed with us in the in the fall. And he had a setup. It was like a Sennheiser setup where, you know, he had the receiver on attached to his camera and he would put the lapel mic on me with the transmitter. And when he hit record, it would just recorded that. So he didn't have to go sync up audio, which I don't know why I never thought about that being a possibility before, but it kind of blew my mind. <laughs> So I did a little bit of research yesterday, uh, watched a couple of YouTube videos and all that, and I ended up making a purchase. I, I didn't go, I mean, you can go as, as high and expensive as you want on this. Oh, you can spend stuff. thousands <clears throat> on audio. Yeah. I spent 250 which I'm excited about because uh, I was watching some reviews and it seems like it's a really good, good option. So I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> So I ended up getting a, what did I get? A uh, Saramonic Ultra Compact Dual Channel Mic. So it's it's got a itty bitty little receiver that I can attach to the top of my top of my camera, and then it, it's got two transmitters with lapel mics, so I can have two two going at the same time. Which we never really have any more than two people in front of the camera talking anyway. Uh, and I think it I think it can re can receive more if you wanted to get get a couple more but uh i'm super excited i just i think like it, even in, i know it's not probably not the greatest option in the world because it's only 250 bucks but I, i'm excited to have have something that's gonna get every little bit helps man that's, yeah that's what i've noticed with any videos i've done if you can get the video quality there and you can get the audio there and you can get the storyline there. It, you know, it, it always, it always makes a more complete package. And I would even argue that audio may be more important than videos at, at, at this and point. Sometimes. Cause, absolutely. Cause if it sounds bad, people aren't gonna, you know, if you, if you're like outside talking about something that's happening and there's tons of wind noise or something. Yeah. It's easy to just, skip that video because it's you know sometimes you can't do anything about it but well and at this point in time 
with technology, pretty much everybody has a 4K phone in their hand. And so nobody's really taking bad video anymore. You know, everybody's taking good video. There's good video and there's great video now. You know, there's, there's really bad video quality. So, uh, you know, the next thing is just getting good audio. And just how I remember the, the, the first time I learned about how important audio was, I was taking a class with Pat McNamara. It's the first time I'd met him. And he's a Neomag user. And for anybody who's listening who doesn't know who he is, he's a really well-known instructor and, and, and person in, in the firearms industry. I was taking a class with him. He's a Neomag user, which I was, I was geeking out about. And so I asked him after the class, I'm like, hey, you know, would you be willing to do just a, a quick video for me? He said, yeah, sure. So I took this video and it was a pretty windy day. So I get back to the shop or I get back home and, and I watch a video and the audio was pretty much unusable. It was, I was so crushed. I'm like, there's my one chance, you know, he lives yeah. down, he lives down in North Carolina or South Carolina. I'm like, you know, I can, I'm not just going to be able to drive down there and retake the, this with him. And, and he left that day. So, um, that was a day that I'm like, you know what? I, I really need to figure out a better way to get good audio or, or learn about audio. So that's, and I, I was like, you know, I could have, I could have recorded that with a potato and got good audio and it would have been a better situation than, than I was yeah. in. <laughs> you know? Yep. No, I get it. It's like a constant learning thing for me. Henridge. Cause we're, I've said it before and we've grown a lot even since you and I put a pause on the, the podcast. And then until now the stuff we've learned, you know, trying to reach that level of a level of production quality. That's very professional and that's what we're hunting for. So audio is definitely a piece of that. And then the other piece is uh, for us really good storytelling is what we're trying to do. And some of it nobody's seen because we do a lot of stuff behind closed doors and then trying to learn and watch these tutorials and then apply it and then do stuff for our personal pages. And then we ultimately end up rolling it out to TA. So more coming, but so I sold my Canon 60 Mark II, which is, was my first full frame camera that had autofocus in video. And that was what I learned a lot of my videography on so it was a little bittersweet letting go of that camera a lot of memories a lot of videos shot on that thing but now i have the exact same camera twice which yeah. is what which is what i wanted because the eos r they made a lot of made a lot of advancements in the canon line and whenever you're shooting videos and you're trying to get two angles if you have two cameras if the colors look totally different it just it becomes a, a pain when you're flipping back and forth between multiple views. And we pretty much do all videography for TA on my Canon cameras. We do a little bit with Ridge's Sony's cause they have 120 frames per second for ultimate slow stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're investing in gear too. So it's the, yeah, other, thing, the other thing I bought was we were talking about lights. So I ordered, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, when I talked about it off off the podcast but I, I bought some a pair of uh led uh video dimming bicolor led lights i'm, I'm excited about that too because we have some like they're dusties and they're really old uh they actually use like a cfl bulb 
And oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's outdated. <laughs> they work really well, but they're a pain in the butt to take set up. Twenty minutes take twenty minutes to get warmed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes a while to get set up and then warmed up stuff. So I'm looking forward to having. I would have in these things. So. Man, I remember those those uh, those days using some lighting like that because we had one one photo shoot in the barn. It was in like February or something, or maybe maybe January. It was cold, and I was waiting probably thirty minutes for those stupid light bulbs to warm up to the point where they actually threw light. Yeah. Now we got LEDs, which are awesome, and you just flip a switch and they're ready to rip. <laughs> I will not go back to those. Yeah. But um, that's that's where we're at. We're trying to I'm I'm trying to keep so it's it's been a little difficult in some ways because we have everybody spread out and I'm I'm definitely going to say that you know we've been effective as a team but not as effective as when Ridge and I are together every day. You know, and when I can oversee all the marketing and all the process and all the other stuff, um, I now know that I can work remote, which is cool. It's good to know that, you know, we, we've established some systems so that if I want to work remote for some reason, I have the ability. And, and to be honest, this year, I'll probably invest in a really nice custom PC like I have here because th- this computer is going to end up going back to the shop when things kind of you know, when we finally decide we're just going to start rolling back to normal, um, I'll probably invest in a computer for my shop here and really work on revamping this little space. I mean, it is nice. It's cluttered right now because this is what we used for Cerakote and tearing guns down. I got gun parts everywhere and tools and all kinds of stuff, but I'll probably finish up this room and then make it an official second office and have a, a powerhouse of a computer here all the time so that if there are days that I want to be home, I can be. Yeah. Because there, there's definitely aspects over the last three or four weeks where I've been way more effective right here. There's not a chance that anybody can, can walk in. It's a hundred percent isolated. And sometimes as a, as a business owner, it's, it's important to have that ability. Right. And, and you and I talked about that probably 20 podcasts ago when you were, you know, making your home office and kind of making your own space a little bit. Um, for me, it's not often that I feel like I need to be on my own a hundred percent, but when I need to be, I, I, it's a must. Yeah. I can't, I can't have it any other way. So it's, it, it's uh, been a good learning experience. Yeah. And I, I think about this, I've, I've been thinking about it more lately, especially just more for, like Dusty and what he could do from home versus here. And I go back and forth. So I'm like, I, I know if he was probably at home, he could probably, um, he does a lot of the, he does all the customer service stuff and which takes time and you got to be able to just sit down on a computer and focus on it. And I know this, I know that that's harder for him to do here. Uh, part of me has a hard time letting go and encourage him, him to stay at home and do it versus here. Um, just because I, I, this is something I, I, I've been thinking about just, just with the whole way that society is right now. A lot of people are working from home and um, I think it just, I can see maybe some businesses and some jobs at, after this 
uh, businesses realizing that that maybe it is more lucrative and it's and it's better for them to have some employees working from home. But at the same time, like you were saying, um, in a lot of ways, it, it's it's better when when you are with Ridge, when you guys are together and you're doing things. And that's that's kind of why I've been keeping Dusty here, even doing doing stuff for saying, hey, you should go home and do that, is is we get other things done better as a as a team when we're both here together. So, yep. It's just trying to figure out that that that, that balance between <clears throat> being able to do things at home and, and here and that we're actually uh we we're actually walking around with the landlord yesterday cuz there's there's about 3000 square foot of empty space that that they're starting uh, to do some renovation on on the one side of us. <clears throat> and behind us in the space, there's another, I don't know, maybe 600, 800 square feet or so. Uh, that's, that's not being used. So we have room to grow here or we have room to, to even move into a bigger space and stay in the same building, which is cool. And we're, we're doing fine now with the space we have. I, I actually love it. And I was, I was walking around with the landlord yesterday in, in the in the bigger uh, three thousand square foot space next to us, and and just kind of talking about. Uh, I was asking him what some of his plans are because I was thinking, you know, if that space would be better for us, we could kind of have him tailor build that space for us as they're tearing stuff down and and building and just things. Have that in addition to what you have now. Um, I was th- I I don't know that we need over 5,000 square foot because we're about 2,200 here. And I think that's probably at least 3,000 over there. I, 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 right now we don't need both, but I was thinking, um, I guess the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is it'd, it'd be nice for Dusty to have his own office. We share an office right now. And in some ways I love it because, because we can, uh, you know, we can, we can kind of collaborate more and we've had a lot of good, good like um you know know, good discussions talking about new ideas you know when we're we're in the same space together we we can talk about some uh there's some really good good things have some good conversation when you're in separate offices it's a little bit harder for that for those things to naturally happen uh but at the same time i think it'd be beneficial for each of us to be able to have a room we can just go in by ourselves and close the door and get work done so the space next to us there's actually like four offices over there right now. And so we were, we were talking to him yesterday about how we probably only need two, but I'd probably have them keep a third just, you know, you know, so we have room to grow. And, uh, but I also think we could potentially build an office off of one of the, the walls and stay in this space. We put, we just moved in here in December. We put a bunch of time and, and stuff in right. the yeah. space. Cool. So the thought of leaving it is, is depressing. But uh, but anyway, that's that was actually one of the other cool things that is that we're like we're already kind of we just moved in here and we're already kind of thinking ahead of of expanding. Yeah, that's but it's it, you're constantly doing that in business though, you know. Even yep. when we've made moves and we're like, oh, just hired this person, so we're good for a little bit. My brain's always like, okay, but I just found somebody else, and I want to hire them. Like when or when do you move? When do you build? When do you? invest in a piece of equipment 
you know, that's half the game of business is figuring out when to do all that stuff. Yeah. Which is fun and stressful. Yeah. Definitely stressful sometimes. Yep. Uh, so one other exciting things that I'm excited about is I'm, uh, I'm starting to machine uh, a new version of the, of our uh, EDC trays. So last year I, I, I had an idea to, to make like a EDC dump tray. So it's basically like a, like a valet tray. Well, a lot of people call them. Ours is machined out of, out of a solid piece of aluminum and it has two recesses in it specifically to put your neomags. So it kind of displays your neomag and it's got a logo in it that they're pretty cool. Uh, and it's, it's been since last fall since I, uh, since I made any, I've had a lot of people asking me for them and I've been, I've been antsy to, you know, to get to making more. So I'm actually, I'm actually antsy to get off this podcast so I can go work on them because everything's ready out there. But, uh, I'm excited about these ones cause I'm adding a, I got some brass three sixteenths diameter uh, rod and I'm putting, we're going to bend a 45 degree bend in them and I'm putting a hole in the top of the tray and you can put the, put this brass rod in it and then you, you can put your gun on it. So nice. Actually. Yeah. I, so this tray is actually going to have a gun holder, which is, which is super cool. It's something that a lot of, a lot of people wanted a better solution for with it. And, uh, and then I also heard some people talking about how they didn't love the idea of setting, you know, their expensive watch or knife and stuff right on the, on Cerakoted metal. So I'm working with, uh, I'm not gonna say anything yet. Cause we haven't, we've been officially, uh, haven't officially gone with this guy yet, but I'm working with a pretty well-known leather worker who's going to do some custom leather inserts to put in the bottom of the tray. So it's going to be, I'm super excited about these. They're going to be, it sounds like it's going to be super classy. Yeah. It's going to be more classy. It's going to be a little more functional. Uh, kind of answering two things that, that people wanted a better solution for with, with a gun holder and the, and a softer bottom. Everybody wants a soft bottom. Yeah, that's why everybody bought all the toilet paper. <laughs> okay, that, that joke went a little far. <laughs> Was that Charmin? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. We have we have some exciting stuff too. I can't really. We're we're working on a couple of partnerships that are going to be pretty pretty radical. Um, stuff that's been in the works, honestly, for three years that I've been pursuing, but it just takes that long to make anything happen sometimes you know it, but there's a couple uncharted territories that ta is going to be walking into yeah. so yeah it, it'll be i think my stress levels are going to go up a little bit in the very near future just because of development and trying to figure out uh, these new additions it's essentially some new additions to the lineup but it's something radically different than what people have ever seen from ta targets even even things we've teased, you know, it just, there's never been something like what we're working on. So it'll be cool. I, I think that, I think it'll be a game changer for the industry. Um, especially because we, we already have a foundation where people know who we are and, and know about what we're doing. Um, it'll, every time we, I'll put it this way. Every time we release something new, 
like the vital zone target. We've teased that for four months now. Um, the bullet traps, we've teased that a lot. Every time we drop something like that, that's kind of like the next move for TA. Our feed blows up. We get a million messages. People are asking, how can you buy this? And this is going to be tenfold what people have seen so far. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm just dropping that little sound bite. Yeah. I'm super, super excited. You didn't even share with me what that is offline. So I'm excited. Offline, offline. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but it's, there's a lot of things that, you know, we've wanted to do, but haven't because of budget or timing or, or whatever. You know how it goes. Um, the other exciting thing is our new website is 95% done. I forgot about the new website. Yeah. Dude, we've been like back and forth with this for about six months, but it's, it's not the developer's fault. It's just things got super busy the end of last year. Uh, we made a lot of moves. A lot of very important things happened. We revised our ADAP systems to the 2.0 spec. We released new products. There's a lot of stuff happened. And in that, in the midst of all that, we didn't want to you know, unplug the website and try to rely on a brand new system. But I can tell you that people are, people are going to really enjoy the streamlined process on the new website. We finally put the money down to have a professional developer code it from scratch, you know, and build this legit website rather than, you know, our big commerce thing that I threw together. Not that there's anything wrong with big commerce, but you know, when you, when you're not a web developer and you're trying to make a website, you end up getting kind of a basic website and there's a lot of redundancies on the current site. So the new one is going to, absolutely streamline people's process. And I just love that. Like when you click on the home page, it's got like law enforcement, military, and then it's got dirty civilians. And that's like your options. <laughs> and it's, it's cool. It's, it's neat. It, it actually spells out like what our mission is for TA targets and what we are attempting to do with the steel targets a lot better than the current website. Nice. So that's exciting. I, I think I think we've told the story on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and on our personal pages. I've I've told the story of what TA Targets is about, but I've never been able to take all of that story and put it into one spot, which is the website. Yeah, but that will be occurring now, and yeah, it, it'll be a. I don't know. I'm excited to show people. Yeah, that's exciting. very excited. And the thing is. Your your website will never be done. There's no absolutely. There's constantly. I'm constantly making small tweaks. Like oh, let's let's move this here. Let's change the color of this. Let's. I want this to function a little more like like that. So it's it's something that's always always going along. Um, well, and I like that honestly. I yeah. I enjoy because Ridge and I are creators, and that's what I when we when I look at what we do, we create captivating content, and that's what we're. I mean, that's what I pay Ridge for. And that's, that's what my main role in the company is anymore. And because of that, we constantly have updated content that is made in-house. It's exactly what we want when we want. And because of that, we might as well update the website. You know, we might as well change the graphics. We might as well, you know, do new product shoots every year and get fresh photos up on the site. We might as well have new videos on the site and things like that. And the current website that I have is not very 
user. That's a nice way to say it. It's not very user friendly for me to modify because it's like, it's a super basic website. So it's super easy to use the current one, but because it's so basic, you just don't have a lot of you know, extra functions that you would have from a more complex website. So yeah. there's just limitations with what we've been able to do. And I know anybody who's a diehard forging the journey fan knows we talked about that back in November or December of last year. Um, but yeah, sometimes it takes a long time to get a website done, especially when you're, when you know what you want and you're trying to make it as perfect as you can the first time. Um, yeah, it, it's a good, it's a good problem to have though. And I'm excited. Yeah, I, I would, I'd really like to update our website a little more. I talk about all the little changes we made, but I'd like to, it's been a couple of years now that we've been using our website. It, it works well. I, I like a lot of it, but uh, I also like change. So I'm, I'm trying to think about, you know, what we can do to kind of switch things up. And Isn't that weird? Maybe make that, things like more Business dynamic. owners. I like change too. A lot of, a lot of people don't, and I didn't like change in the past, but now if I can switch things up, you know, and have the opportunity to try something different, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. It, it, it's, I, I see changes as growth and, and, uh, and just, I, I think, I, I think people respond to change better than what we think they do you know especially if it's if it's i don't know in some ways maybe but i think if you have no control over it and you're forced to change you kind of just adapt but when you make the willful it's harder to make the willful decision that's planned and say i'm going to change something i feel yeah. at least for me i can only talk to myself but like this whole you know me working at home wasn't something that i planned for six months and said, Hey, this is going to happen. It was like, well, that's going to happen. And then you just kind of jump into it and here we are making yeah. the best of it. So yeah. yeah, it depends. Cool, man. Well, I'm excited here to get, to get off of here and go make some EDC trays. And I'm sure you have some work you should be doing too. Videos, 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 videos. I've, that's where it's at. And I got to get some photos today. I have so much video that I haven't, I have video from, like a month ago that I still haven't even pulled off the camera. So here's, here's one thing that I, I will say I'm the same way. I have videos from two or three months ago, but my skill and the settings that I'm, I've learned to use on my camera are totally different. Like I'm not even going back and use it. It's really frustrating because I got yeah. so busy that some of my old stuff I didn't get to use, but now with what I've learned because I started to really observe, observe and absorb from fellow videographers yeah and I've, I've become friends with a bunch of big names on instagram people that other people know and i've communicated with them and you know, learned from them now i look back two months ago i'm like well i can't use that yeah. well that's crap. <laughs> i learned a way better way to do it than that <laughs> yeah it's crap i should have just done it yeah and then but whatever you know sometimes that happens yeah cool all right man well i hope you have a great week and we'll circle back. Oh man, I just said circle back. So there's this, sorry, there's a little tangent here. Do you it. That, Tell us about it. You see the meme, there's this meme going around. It's like a wife uh, 
was maybe a tweet or something was like uh and now that i'm working or now that i'm at home with with somebody who's working from home i've realized that i'm I'm now married to a let's circle back guy and i said i said that's hilarious and now and and ever since i ever since i read that i've caught myself several times saying circle back and i wanted to i want to smack myself so I'm gonna I'm gonna reach. I don't think I've ever said that. I, I didn't think I have either until I, maybe it's because, maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's because I read <laughs> no. that tweet. I've started no. saying it. I think you're a circle back guy. <laughs> oh man. Well, Greg, Thanks. we'll circle back on this later. All right, let's we'll circle back uh, next week. <laughs> That's gonna be the new forging the journey oh, thing. Man. Had a great week, man. Circle back uh, later, and we'll talk about it. Let's circle time. back next week, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. Better right. title this thing. Circle back. Let's circle back. Dude, I need a haircut. We'll circle back on that later. All right, let's circle back on that. And uh, you have a great week, buddy. (laughs) See you, man.